All right. All right count, count us okay. down. Three, two, one. Fruitcake. Fruitcake. All right. I know you are, but what am I? Oh, you set that up just to hurt me. Okay. Like the rest of my life. Oh, man. All right. So, we're back, and tis the season. Yo. What? Ho, 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 motherfuckers. Yeah, oh, God. It's him, mean Santa Claus, here to bring you insults. (laughs) You're all on the naughty list, you bunch of fucks. That wasn't as bad as last year. Does that make you my elf? Um... I guess it could. What an uncomfortable question. I don't... <laughs> I, I've never wanted to be anyone's elf. It's too late. It's, what a, it's like the shittiest job in the world. You're, you're, you're essentially a slave. What are they getting... Are they getting paid? God. And if they're getting paid, what do elves do with their money? There's no way they're getting paid. They've got housing and board... All it's way- a self-sustaining economy. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's an it's it's a it's a shit. There's a term for it, but it's one of those things when the business pays you with the business money to use at the business store. Uh, that thing that became illegal in America. Yeah. Uh, there's a name for it. I don't remember. Um. That's not what we're here to talk about. Though. No. Hey kids, it's time for the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast! Good morning, good Christmas morning, boys and girls. Wait, that should be in my Wake pajama up. onesie. Wake up, go to the go to under your tree and open your presents. It's us, we're your present. Your present is this new podcast episode. Sorry, we threw out the Xbox that was in here, just to make room for both of us. We threw out Smash. <laughs> well, I'm I'm keeping it. Just, just in case it's my, my original copy breaks. We stole it. Oh, man. So, as is tradition for the one year we've done this, it's 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 Christmas time. The time of year when there's a million, billion, trillion holiday specials, almost all of them on Cartoon Network. And just for your listening, your pleasure, we have the best one to be reviewed. Yeah, here's the thing. We put a thousand specials into a stocking, and we pulled the, out the stuffer that is. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I may have rigged that polling session. The, the now, viewer, you may box. be asking a question. Hey, wait a minute. Isn't that a song? And you're correct. This movie will will uh, pretty much force that fact on you at all times. Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. Who needs to write a plot when you have a song to do it for you? Exactly. This is a an animated movie based on that song. Based on a song from... Oh, shit, I don't know, 19... Ugh, I don't even know the year. 1979? Right, did, you just, did you just throw that out there? Is that the real year? It sounds like it could be Let's right. Let's assume it is. Uh, do yeah. you want to look it up? You can look it up while I okay. while I finish the intro. Okay. What int- what I'm entertained by is now because this is episode 34 and the last episode was the Halloween special. We're doing back to back episodes that are movies expanding way beyond their source material. Dude, you fucking yeah. nailed it exactly. 1979. You're goddamn right. Recorded in 1978 uh, by uh, Elmo and Patsy. 
uh, written by Randy Brooks, but released in 1979. I'll accept that. Yeah. And here's the the so, quintessential the bet the best way to experience this song. Uh, movie Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, uh, released in two th- the year 2000. Yeah. Bring your of the movie begins. The movie begins with the song. Just we're all we're going all in. No, we, know we don't wait. About. We, don't we know wait what we're doing. Five seconds before they start playing it. We have the title, which is against a blank white background. Who needs art? We've got just uh-huh. the title. Um, there, then Point we got uh like a desaturated wreath and some and some text. It is oh boy. Oh boy, this is a high school Adobe Premiere project. Oh, and let me tell you the who's who of names attached. Oh, to did this you write project. down the most famous writing duo of all time? Because <laughs> <laughs> I also did. <laughs> what are you doing? You go ahead. All right. The, the, so the screen the screenplay was written by the most infamous Hollywood writing duo, Jim and Jim. Jim Fisher and Jim Stahl. The <laughs> uh, Jim and Jim dynamic duo capitalizing all of Hollywood's greatest films. Listen, I'm going to go out on a whim here. You call me crazy for this a one. Good old Jim I'm going to make this this bold this bold guess and say that no one involved with this film ever did anything again. I don't know. I looked through the IMDb page for this film mm. that exists for was some it reason. Barren? Do you know how many people had pictures? It was the barren tundra of the North Pole itself on IMDb.com. I could count on one hand <laughs> the amount of people attached to this movie who had pictures on their IMDb page. Speaking pages. of hands, we're just mastering segues. I think it's what? weird that in this uh, this cartoon, because they go for... I don't know. It's weird because they're, they're people and they're stylized, proportioned pretty decently for cartoon people, but they only have four fingers, and it's really upsetting when you notice it and keep staring at their three their three fingered hands holding things, and they look like alien people. I was lucky. I didn't notice that until like the very very end. <laughs> it just didn't occur to me. I was too distracted by everything else happening on the screen at any given moment. <laughs> so let's let's get to it. The movie begins with, with this song. The song's playing. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. You, kn- it's the movie's telling you, hey, we know why you're here. You know why you're here. Let's get to it. We marketed. We but, test marketed that this song would get us the most views on our movie. <laughs> but there's also, it, it it does the thing where it's a flashback voiceover. They, <laughs> yeah, that's me. Exactly, it's doing that. <laughs> Which, you know, flashback voiceovers are so popular with Christmas movies. It's it's a Christmas story, it's Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, and that's it. Because Christmas is all about child, uh, childhood, but children don't know how to make good stories, so you gotta wait till they're 60 years old to tell a good story. Yeah. So, so we see Grandma walk out, and the, we just begin with the murder of Grandma by the coward Santa Claus. Yeah, so what this movie does is it plays Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, and, um... It does a one-to-one representation, just the most literal fucking representation of every single lyric in the song. <laughs> Not at the beginning, that's later. That's when they play it the second time, or third, I don't even remember. Well, she does get run over by a reindeer. Yeah, that's Walking like the Walking out from we our house Christmas in... Eve. Yeah, we... St- it, 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 the, uh, the, uh... 
uh, fuck, I don't remember the Latin term for it, but the the writing term. In media res. Um, yeah, in we begin the story in media res. It's already this, some it's, high level. No, it's high concept stuff here. You've got you've really got to work your way up through the 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 Tim Allen Santa Claus movies. Um, get your get your Grinch uh, Jim Grinch then Jim Carrey Grinch. Uh, I haven't seen the Illumination. Then one. Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch. <laughs> And then maybe you'll be ready for this one after um, uh, Jim Henson's A Christmas Carol. So then he, you know, the narrator pulls the whole, but let's, we'll get to this later. And it's great. Now, it, let, let me take you back. It's great because we're just hanging on Grandma's corpse in the snow. <laughs> and he's like, ha, Grandma I'm getting a sm- is dead. I'm getting ahead of myself here. That's so me. Well, you know, this this reminds me of this. <laughs> she's just there. There's just no movement on the screen at all. Yeah, she's dead. She's dead. She's dead. For the first time, but not the first time in this movie. No, we see it. Or not, not the last time in this movie, yeah. rather. So, we we flash back from the apparent flashback that we're dealing with to, it's like a week before or something like that. And we see that Grandma owns this small little store in the middle of a big city. Mm. Nah, it's a, it's like a, it's a, a, it's a, it's a general store, I guess. It's a mom and pop know. shop, but more of a grandmom and pop and grandpop store. It's definitely less. It's definitely more a grandma than grandpa. No, that's we something. Meet that's, grandpa later, that, and he's that's a note I have that this he, this he's a character. Their, their name, first of all, their name's Spankenheimer. That's 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 upsetting. They could have they they they, <laughs> they they. There's no way they thought that was the best name they could give this family. Listen, we could spend we could spend a lot of time on that alone. We could talk about the but, German ramifications that just 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 and and, the, and the, there's well, masturbation jokes to be made in that. But 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 we there's m- m- far more interesting things to talk about in this movie. So what I've noted is for that for example, <laughs> who goes first? We both for example, have so much to say. The fact the fact that the the fact that we see we hear Grandma reading a story to children. And the first lines uttered are a big daddy tree and a big mommy tree. And I'm concerned. Oh, man. All right. So when a stamen meets a... Oh, fuck. What's the flower vagina? The what? The, 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 the reproductive vagina? organs of a flower. There's the stamen and the... Hymen. The hymen. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> the clitoris. The things that people don't have. The fake, the you mean the liberal lie? <laughs> All right. The, so uh, the propaganda from the left. Oh man! Speaking of left propaganda, Twitter. the Spankenheimer family is clear is a clear uh, matriarchal um uh, organization in which everyone dedicates oh, yeah. their entire lives to grandma's business, and and clearly yeah, and it's... grandpa is this husk that's only used for his seed to reproduce more Spankenheimers. Cause he he's just got no brain power at all. It's it's the weirdest thing. Like, Grandma has somehow tricked her entire family to provide slave labor through the guise of family spirit or some hippie bullshit. Yeah, we we have no idea what the fuck any other member of the family's job is. Assumedly nothing. Yeah, it's right? assumedly just this one Christmas tree shop that can't work all year round. And not only. Is grandma like forcing her family to work here? Or she hypnotizes them or whatever. 
there's a point. This is how we meet the antagonist of the of the movie, cousin Mel, a- where she's AKA telling Daphne someone from Scooby Doo's bitch mom. Yeah, might as well be. But who's southern Mel, for some reason? Yeah, shut up. Cousin Mel is like is trying to stop someone from shoplifting. And grandma comes by and says, like, nah, it's fine. Your credit's welcome here. And then the person just leaves with what they had. What a bitch for trying to enforce making money off of selling a product. Yeah, we are... We are a minute into the movie, and I'm already relating to the villain more. Great. Good. Thanks, movie. This is going well. (laughs) Oh, man. So that scene was made to introduce you to the characters, I guess. And then we cut to the house that all of them live in for some reason. Yeah. Including cousin Mel. So this house has, this house has Jake, his sister, his mom, his dad, his dog, his grandma, his grandpa, and cousin Mel. The only characters who are named are, are I think Jake, his sister, Daphne, and his cousin Mel. All parental figures are named by their position in the family. Yeah. Assumedly, they were born with that, yeah. even by each other. No, because fucking, just on legal documentation, they're referred to as grandma and grandpa. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's real. Uh, so, so 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 Jake's in there on his computer, probably playing Fortnite or Minecraft or whatever. Fucking millennials, and um, and he's got a gamer headset on for writing a list. Apparently, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, he's. I think he's speak to typing his Christmas list on a, like a on like a Windows ninety five computer <laughs> in the year two thousand. I'd why who why? So Daphne comes in. His his older sister is like, "Huh, making your Christmas list, you gay nerd, you stupid <laughs> idiot, asking for things, that, loser." So, that's pretty. Um, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but she does use the phrase reality challenged, and I'm pretty sure she meant to call him retarded, right? Or autistic. That sounds more autistic. Or, like, yeah. like, that's, I don't know, it felt messed up. Well, also, messed up well me. also, she's making fun of him for making a Christmas list. There's no implication in that sentence that it's because he's sending it to Santa. <laughs> well, no, she does mention, like, but oh, you still believe in Santa. But after she already confronts him on making a list and, and talking down to him about it. That's true. <laughs> and then, like, they get into a fight because all their siblings. Oh, uh, um, well, what likable people they are. God, there's, it's, it was like, I had to pause the movie because I'm like, oh, this is just painful cartoon sibling characters. Uh-huh. All right, let me just get over this for a second. Okay. And then, like, they bump into their mom and... Jake starts going like, tell her Santa's real. And you know what? I'm going to give props to the mom for giving like a political, honestly real answer to the question, is Santa Claus real? She's- she starts talking about how like there was a Saint Nick and what he represents now is this, this, and this. And I'm just like, that's that's real. That's some real shit right there. But it, like, but it, uh, that's my, That might be the single good line in this movie. Oh, you... I can't believe you would say that about this film. That... Jim and Jim poured their hearts out into this screenplay. And you're, they tried their hardest. And the, the, Stan legally changed his, his name to Jim just to get that legal rec- that recognition and the catchiness of their duo. They put all the Jim and Jim. The Jim and Jim screenplay uh, dynamic duo, yeah. 
And then you're man. If this movie, if this movie were in a wider release, it would be Infinity War directed by Jim and Jim. Seriously, the Jim brothers, <laughs> the Jims. Oh man! All right. So Dad comes home with the Christmas tree, but oh, say it ain't so. It's an inflatable Christmas tree. This causes a goddamn schism in the family. You, like, battle lines are drawn. Yeah. It, it, it's killing Christmas. It's the war on Christmas right here. This tree yeah. is, is, is destroying all the meaning in celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. And Jake's not having any of it. <laughs> Jake, the good Christian boy. He just wants, and like, Grandma goes over and she starts listing all the shitty parts about having a tree. It's like, oh, what about when you poke yourself on the pine needles? When you have when to clean up sticky. the mess, when, you, when, when you're allergic to the outside. and the... When you forget to water the tree and then all the leaves fall out and now you just got a bunch of sticks and twigs. And then Jake's like, yeah, I want uh, that. Those things. I, and this is where Grandpa comes in, I think, for the first time. And he starts having just fucking Vietnam War flashbacks. <laughs> He's like, did someone say old holiday spell? Let me get my boots. And then <laughs> and then because he said boot, he had to kick. Just because yeah, I don't know why. Like, Everyone's animated. Re- I don't know what it is, man. There's a lot of motion. There's a lot of body movement in the animation. But boy, there is, they're just stone cold, emotionless faces. <laughs> And and it's and it really does not work with because the voice actors are really trying to put emotion into a lot of the lines. <laughs> yeah, there's some very specific points I have to point out, but like the voice acting in this movie isn't necessarily bad. There's just I definitely wouldn't call it bad. It's the it's the the um uh, difference between the energy they're putting out and the faces that they're voicing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's like in just it it's also I get I don't know if robotics the word, but also um. There a lot of cuts in this movie just don't work. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're they're just like mistimed horribly. It's edited very questionably. <laughs> oh man! So Grandpa comes in and he thinks the tree is a Viet Cong or something and kicks and deflates it. <laughs> he's like, oh god! And then god. That's, that's the end of that scene. Oh god! And he's and then he just starts uh, like uh, cr- cringing on the floor in fetal position. Yeah, and that's just that's how that scene ends. Everyone's laughing at Grandpa having another episode. No, we're having a good time here. All right, so we cut to like tomorrow or whatever. I have I, I have a point I wanna I wanna make. So oh, so boy. this takes place in present day, right? Or present day for two thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or at least the late nineties. It's not the eighties. It's not the seventies or anything. Right. But Jake. Yeah. So and this story is told from the perspective of Jake. He's narrating it as an adult, and not uh-huh. only an adult. He sounds old. So Jake is like sixty or something, recounting this tale. This, that shit. means he's in the future. Oh, he's in twenty sixty. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I didn't think about that. Th- that's weird to think about, right? That he's like he's like like hoverboarding around the Christmas tree or whatever. And <laughs> well, who, is, about who is he recounting this to? Is it his children? His grandchildren? We're not given any closure. I, I, we don't know. We don't know. Honestly, the voiceover doesn't really come back for a while either. No, it's it's just it just kind of bookends it. Yeah, well, it's there's no reason for it to do any of this, but it just does because Christmas movies, I guess. I really lo- love it if they they acknowledge the fact that he's like sixty years old and he's talking about it from like twenty sixty, 
and he just like throws out words that have no meaning to us now and just like <laughs> like oh man when you're turning on the the thermotronic you know it's just like one of those <laughs> what the <laughs> trying to relate it to the kids but the kids are more advanced than we any of us are <laughs> oh man speaking of, speaking of what time frame this movie takes place in um so we cut to like tomorrow or whatever and we were introduced to like the evil corporation which is literally called the own all corporation holy shit i also just thought of something but <laughs> that'll come in later okay <laughs> and we meet we meet Austin Bucks. Austin Bucks. The most square-jawed, chatty motherfucker to have ever swung dick in this old woman's he face. He looks like he looks like um do- what Donald Trump would draw himself as. <laughs> it's like he starts talking to grandma. He's trying to he wants to buy the store. This is a this is the main plot of the movie, but really who cares? He he's, he wants to buy the store from her and and like incorporate it or whatever. And his, like, reasoning to, is my favorite thing ever. He also, his company um, is called Own All Corp. It's it is. Not it's subtle. Own All Corp, and that's Nothing great. is subtle in this movie. But his reasoning for wanting to buy her store is my favorite. It's, he says, like, I want to make a gift delivery system. People are too busy to think about Christmas with their cellular phones, their fax machines, <laughs> their emails. I'm just like, this is dated. no. Oh my god, and also, what he's ins- insinuating is that if he buys this, he would become Jeff Bezos and invent Amazon. I, more or less. <laughs> he's like, we're gonna invent robots to take gifts to people, and they're like, you're insane! You're playing you're- with god magic! <laughs> That's Santa's like job! Yeah, Jake comes by, he's like, but Santa does that, and he's like, oh, what a little idiot. Yeah, he tussles his hair. And he does. He tussles him. So, uh, <laughs> he also dresses like a troll. He does to, just to talk to grandma, yeah. and it doesn't. It, and, for, and, like, no, it doesn't matter. And it's weird because there's no like. So he comes in, and this is the thing. I guess he's supposed to be. He's not like the baddest bad of this movie. I guess he's supposed to be somewhat humanized. So, I swear he's like he may as well be chaotic neutral. <laughs> He's playing, like, so many sides, he flip-swaps <laughs> all the time. <laughs> well, so he comes in, he's like, "Is it, can I talk to your grandma, Jake? I want to buy this building. And and he's like, oh, she can't talk right now. She's uh, she's reading to children. She's dressed as an elf. And, which, and he's like, well, do you have an elf costume so I can communicate with her? <laughs> yeah, like, I'll play your game. <laughs> I'll play your game, child. I, I, I don't have business things to do for an hour. <laughs> I'm not important enough to get someone else to do this. He just has so much money that no con- that he doesn't have to deal with any consequences. He can do whatever he wants. I guess. Uh, and, he also, Jeff Bezos. and he also mentions uh, the words lots of money, which instantly make Mel horny as all hell. Oh, Mel is soaked through her <laughs> pants at the sight of this man. She becomes twice as southern and breathy as soon as he comes oh, yeah. in. <laughs> Argue. Some might say too much for a Christmas movie, but not this movie. We're all going right. all in. With oh, this. I didn't mention this. Um, so when I googled, uh, G- Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Um, the the uh the top suggestion, the first suggestion was surprise, surprise. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Cousin Mel. Even before movie or song or anything. 
Oh boy. So send your favorite cousin Melbourne to Saturday morning cartoon podcast. <laughs> At Cymorg one. No, wait. One. My personal information. <laughs> that's my per that's my private business Twitter. <laughs> If you're gonna tell I'm gonna them, have anything, to make one. My, I'm gonna have to make friend. one eventually, considering all the, all all the all the the art I I like. Morgan, I feel like your internet footprint is scorched enough that it doesn't matter. Like you le- you've left a chemical stain on the internet, and it can't be washed out, no matter what you do. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, well, you know, they're so, just gonna have to accept me as I am. God That's the true Nickel meaning here. of Christmas. So, you know, Austin Bucks is like, yo, I want to buy the place. Grandma's like, nah. Not even nah. Grandma says, hey, Jake, do you think I should, that he should buy the place? And Jake's like, no, he smells like money. And I don't like success because I'm 12. So Grandma's like, well, that's good enough reason for me. Uh, yeah, screw the man. And and Mel we cut to uh, and Mel still ooh. being the only sane person being like you want to not even like you stupid bitch sell it she says you sure you want to entrust this huge decision to a twelve year old yeah Mel continually the only sane character the smartest character in this movie yeah. not a theme that will last mind you no but let's no, 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 no appreciate no, no. it while it's here because <laughs> soon so you cut, will have no to... one you will have no one I to think. relate to and it's a metaphor for life. You will be on your own, and nothing will make sense to you. You'll, we got to. You will turn into Jake dust and in grandma. the wind. Let me fucking segue, you piece of shit. I'm just sad. Good. We cut to Jake and Grandma making fruitcake, and we have an amazing line here where Jake goes, "You can divide the world into two groups: those who like fruitcake, and the rest, and the rest of us." <laughs> I don't know where to start with that line. And also, I don't I think it's best we just leave it. I don't even know. I don't know. And this, in for considering how much fruitcake comes up in the story, it's weird that I don't know who who does and who doesn't like fruitcake in this movie. Right? <laughs> it's 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 left vague. It is perhaps purposefully. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe they the the ones who do like fruitcake don't want to be ostracized by the rest, so they have to keep it secret. I mean, every time fruitcake comes up, you can see the fear in the eyes of the, all the characters. Yeah, that's the only emotion any of them really depict. It's just fruitcake fear. Oh, and then we get another song, don't we? We're not done yet. We get the the first like real full song about how terrible fruitcake is. And I don't know if this was a real song prior, because I don't know if these are from, like, a single dude's, like, Christmas Country album, or if some of these were written just for this movie. Because the way that they write, that they they, they visualize the lyrics one-to-one, I, I, I'm telling you, they are the most literal representation of, uh, <laughs> it is basically the opposite of postmodern uh, music videos. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> they it, literally it, say hey. they would make a Kentucky bar for something, and then they have the image of Kentucky on a, on a U.S. <laughs> map grow up. <laughs> it's the best. Every every line in the song is meticulously animated in order to perfectly match what the line is saying. They basically voice to text a song to animation. It's so good. <laughs> Oh man! So that song happens. 
because it's a musical. Shut up. It's that's the thing. It's it they it seems like it's a musical, and I guess it is. But there's only like one like one or two points where characters sing. And I wouldn't say Guardians of the Galaxy is a musical because they have songs in the background. But those are like just background songs. These are plot driving songs. Yeah, we could this movie couldn't exist without the 2 minutes where they go into detail about how fruitcake is everybody's worst nightmare. This is it's it's Broadway-esque. Yeah, it, if you ask me. It's it's it, you know, yeah. Like yeah, I'd take it. So Nothing to this point in the movie has been, like, exceptionally crazy, but after this song is when we fucking go off the rails yeah. very quickly. This is the turning Because after point. the song... This is act two. It really people. is. This is act two. This is where... This is where... So Cousin Mel comes in and says the dog's loose or whatever. Who cares? She distracts Jake and Grandma in order to, and I'm not really lying about this, poison the fucking fruitcake. And uh, to ruin... With actual poison. To ruin her entire store. And let me remind you, she is putting a few drops of poison into one bowl of fruitcake. Not the entire stock of fruitcake, one bowl. And that's going to topple over her entire business. Somehow. She she nailed Listen, it. I... I... I can't tell if Cousin Mel is a tactical genius or just stumbles her way upwards into succeeding where she should fail. But these plans fall into place so perfectly. I just, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's, it's Hunter x Hunter-esque levels of Have you planning. started to watch Hunter x Hunter? No, I just know the reference. God damn it. Shut I up. keep telling you the, these things. I keep telling you how tactical it is and you won't watch it. I have a lot on my plate. Also, it's like a million episodes. It's Shut up, like a hundred and some, and it's only one arc is really more than 20 episodes Great. each. The first arc. All right. <laughs> I don't want to get into yeah, You guys no, didn't yeah, come here that. for Hunter x Hunter. That bullshit. You're here for the comedy gold that is. Grandma got run over by Randy. Yes. Which, we're getting there. We're getting very close to the 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 The, 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 the titular... The, the, um, titular, that's the word. The titular... Scenes. Uh, yeah, I guess. I was gonna say action. Whatever. Um, So everyone's just, you know, chilling in the living room, whatever. And we got Grandma, like, double-fisting eggnog, despite the fact that she's allergic to eggs, apparently. I think... They, this, it, is, I think this is important, apparently. The the thing was, um, I think it was supposed to say that she, like, oh, you shouldn't drink too much eggnog, and then... It's like, well, I'm allergic to eggs, and it's like, wink, wink, we adults know that we're talking about silly alcohol. Kids, they... Yeah, the silly juice. The silly juice. But, you know, they don't want to go that far. No, that'd be fucked up. And then Grandma, drunk on her eggs, is going like, so who wants to help me decorate? And everyone's kind of scared. No, yeah, like, everyone's she gets... worried. Yeah, Grandma's a violent drunk. Grandma gets belligerent. <laughs> <laughs> and Daphne's like, I, 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 I gotta do my homework. Yeah, oh, Daphne, you're, you fu- you're never gonna I'm be d- nothing, Daphne. What do you gotta do? <laughs> Daphne's like, for? I gotta call my boyfriend. You whore. <laughs> the mom's like, I have to bake cookies. You've never baked in your life. I do all the baking in this house. The dad's like, we have to, uh, 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 uh. And she grabs, 
Grandma the immediately game. smashes a glass of eggnog in his fucking face. He is on the ground bleeding. You're not my real son. <laughs> I never I've wanted always you. hated you. <laughs> she should have married that doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Which was interesting, which I appreciate the character development, you know? We didn't know that prior to this scene. Grandpa's sitting there, he hears the glass shatter, and he's like, They're coming out of the rat holes! And he starts flashing back again. I was gonna go the opposite route, where he just keeps watching the game because he's so used to this shit by now. But, But poor innocent Jake doesn't know any better. And he's like, Oh, hey, I'll help Grandma! You're damn right. You don't got a choice, boy. This is where we get the montage where it's made very clear through a slow revelation that there's subtext here where Jake is like is is Freudian with his grandmother. Like they set up mistletoe and have a very real moment under it. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Oh, it's rough. And then the immediate scene after this is... Is is Jake's in bed, and then Grandma's in bed with it. Well, you know, sitting on the edge of the bed. Yeah, and she kisses him goodnight. And then they make... They play handsy puppets? They both make deer, and then make the deer kiss. This is all forbidden. I think you may be reading too much into this, to be honest with you. And that's coming from me. Morgan, it's subtext. The man who wants to... Who wants to fuck several cartoon characters. I saw what I saw, and they kissed their hands together, that, and I was upset. That's how cartoons fuck. Exactly, yeah, subtext. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're, you know, Jesse, when you're right, you're right. And you, you, you are currently right. <laughs> it's upsetting. All right. Uh, grandma's, like, done getting her fuck on with her grandson or whatever. Oh, my and comes God. Downstairs. I, come on. Okay, so now we're at the point where we we began the movie. We're we're in media res. We see that Grandma's about to go outside, and I'm on the edge of my seat. My asshole's clenched. I'm I'm so what's tired. Gonna I know what's gonna happen. I'm like, Grandma, don't go out there. Don't don't do it. She's she's on it's, her meds. This is she doesn't know anything. This is what we call dramatic irony. Oh my god, this is Rohan versus bites the dust all over again, man. God damn it with the anime. <laughs> You, come on, we know there's a so, huge intersection between uh, anime fans and Grandma got run over by a <laughs> It's so big in Japan. Or as they call it there, Obasan. It's our biggest import or export. Yeah, it's all about that so, overseas uh, money, dude. It's all about the overseas market. The international market. That's how we get all of the money. So this is the part of the movie where the movie says, "Hey, you know how that we have that song that we're making the movie off of? Yeah. How do we depict that? Oh, literally, in every way. Yep. So except for the first line, because the first line of the song is something like Grandma was ready to go home, but that's wrong in the context of the story. I'm so miffed." That's where they fuck up in line one, which I assume they try to make up for by making the rest of the lines super literal. Yeah, she, like, she says, you've been drinking too much eggnog, and then the, da- the dad just goes, you've been-, you've been drinking 
too much eggnog. And this is, you could argue this is a musical because the characters are participating, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> but. And then and, it goes. And we begged her not to and go. And we begged her not to go. Please don't go. We're begging. You can tell they're they're really in this abusive relationship with their grandma. It's really codependent. Yeah, they're literally on their knees praying she doesn't leave. It's scary. You know what's weird? Cause like, and then she immediately she goes outside. She gets hit by spoilers. She gets hit by a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> I needed that one. And um, and then they're the most nonchalant. Don't give a shit what happens to her ever when she gets out the house. Oh, it's amazing. She's dead it's to so us. She they're they're <laughs> they they have no object permanence. As soon as she's gone, they don't care at all. <laughs> She left the room like a like a game of peekaboo. She left the room and she didn't exist. Uh, didn't matter. So she got so, hit by Santa, and Jake. Yeah, sees Jake the, wakes up yeah. just in time to see that, Santa's to real. See grandma get. <laughs> to, oh yeah. no! <laughs> what is it? What a fucking sequence of revelations. <laughs> He wakes up, looks outside, sees Santa Claus, like, oh man, Santa's real. And then Santa runs the fuck over Grandma and kills her. What a roller coaster of emotions. Oh, man. And so Jake's freaking out. He goes downstairs, this poor this is the dumb most, bastard. This is the most like, reasonable reaction in the entire movie. Yeah, except he's trying to convince his family that Santa ran them over instead of just going, Yo, Granny's dead outside. She is on the ground in the snow, just, like, she's not moving. She is not moving. Yeah, this causes, like, an argument in the house while Grandma's freezing to death outside. On their driveway, they could look out the window. Yeah! She's right there! She didn't make it ten feet! Oh, man. But they refuse. Jake asks Grandpa, and he has another flashback to the war. No, he literally... It's insane. He, his wife... He he saw it. He saw his wife get hit by a reindeer. It's like, oh, I couldn't... I, he, this is verbatim what he says. I'm not even joking. He says, uh, did you say something? Were you talking to me? I was just too busy watching Grandma get run over by a reindeer. It was the darndest thing. And he proceeds to explain... Uh, the situation of his wife getting run over and trampled by 12 deer and a fat man in a sleigh with the most enthusiasm ever. Oh, he's so happy. Grandpa's my was, favorite character. It was so cool. You guys wouldn't believe it. It's so it funny. was the tightest shit. Oh, man. So, so we finally look outside now and Grandma's gone. Yeah, yeah. She got run over and is now kidnapped, and it doesn't get better. So, uh, they call the cops, uh, sensibly. Wait, they call the cops after Jake yells, Call the police! Grandma got run over by Santa! <laughs> Which is a hell of a sentence. Oh, man. And then his dumbass dad does exactly that and relays this information! What's weird is, like, he's, he's, he, he starts out being like, Alright, I'll play along with my idiot son. Hey, cops, you're going to want to hear this. The, the grandma got run over by reindeer. And then and then he's surprised when they hang up. He commits to the bit for some reason. And, they, and, and, and he's, like, doing the winky voice, but then he just, like, he's like, oh, shit, they think we're insane. I don't know why. 
I don't get it. They're just cops. They're a bunch of fucking pigs. I tell yeah. you what, son. We pay their salaries as the taxpayers. <laughs> this is what's wrong with fucking... America. <laughs> he just goes off on like a Republican rant about taxes. And then Grandpa, being a Vietnam vet, it gets all offended by, uh, I fought for this fucking country. <laughs> I was in the pits fighting for my life. I didn't lose a leg in Nam, so you couldn't do your jobs? Grandpa, you didn't lose a leg in Nam. That's what like I said. Like I said, I didn't lose a leg in Nam. What movie was that from? It's from that 70s show. Was that that 70s that. show? Yeah. It's from a few things, I think. It's not an original joke. I, th- I thought that might have been like a scary movie line or something. It, it might be. All right. Um, So they finally go outside. and like The next morning. They, Grandma, they, they got the listen, cops with them. Yeah, the cops came over. Grandma is actually missing. Like, is legitimately gone. Her, it, they don't know that she was run over, but she is missing. There's an imprint of her on the snow. And uh, yeah. there are sleigh tracks and reindeer tracks. but there's... And these two cops are yucking it the fuck up. They're pretty good. They're, 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 you know, it's, you know, it's Christmas Eve. They, they got better things to do. It might be Christmas Day, yeah, actually. Literally. I don't... I, it's weird that I don't know what day it is. It's weirdly unimportant to the plot. <laughs> Which point of Christmas it is. It sure shit yeah. ain't Hanukkah, that's all we know. <laughs> uh, so th- so th- these, these cops are like making jokes. They're making real light of this situation. Mm, it's like... weird. They start making up like codes. Oh yeah, they're like, what, what to call what's it, it called when uh, we got a slayhicular uh, manslaughter? <laughs> slayhicular manslaughter. That's, that's a 1225. A 1225. Hi, I get it. Christmas Day. Ha ha. That's so funny. <laughs> and Jake's in tears. <laughs> He's going to grow up yeah. grandmaless. So, so Jake's playing detective and he gets his dog to like dig through grandma's corpse snow and it's like and they find like they find a shoe they find a mug they find her medicine they find fruitcake and i was hoping the scene would keep going they found they found her secret lover from 1950 they found her nuva ring they found her car <laughs> they found they found her copy of mein Kampf. whoa wait a minute wait, wait. <laughs> this is whoa this is this is a weird way how to find this out. How else do you think she learned how to control people? Yeah. She is a Spankenheimer. It all ties together. Oh, God. Oh, man. Um, so this is also... Spankenheimer. This is also... Like Spankin' Hitler. <laughs> That's what we did in in, uh, the, in the 1940s. <laughs> World War II. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the boys... Our boys did us proud. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got... Well, I guess he got himself, but you know. Oh, man. So, um... <laughs> We got those Nazi bastards. All right. So um, this is also the only point in the mo- the the song where the 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 uh, the the grandma got run over the reindeer song isn't literal because the song is talking about how we found her in the snow, beaten and bloodied, claw marks and hoof prints yeah. on her. What a fucking horrible! Song. I understand why they couldn't show that. <laughs> They're yeah, mangled ass gram- grandma. <laughs> It gets rough in the song, and the movie's like, let's make a more lighthearted take on this. Yeah, so we'll just show her, like, imprint, like a crime scene, like her outline. And you, yeah, and you know what's more lighthearted than murder? Uh, Grandma being missing for a full-ass year. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. There's a time skip in this movie and in which no one looks different. Jake uh, learns Kyle Ken by the end of it, though. <laughs> we assume. <laughs> he only uses it once against... <laughs> against Cousin Mel. <laughs> and then... And the... <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa becomes the mighty Ozaru or whatever the fuck the gorilla is. <laughs> Alright, okay. But my favorite part of this time skip is that apparently everyone dressed in black For the... all the time yeah, Daphne... to mourn forever. Daphne went goth. That's how important, that's oh. how much control Grandma had over her family. They can't function Even in without her. Absence. her. Even in her absence. Oh my god. Fucking like Cousin Mel's playing cards with Grandpa for all eternity. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he copes. Is he's just losing. He becomes a gambling. He, he just gets a gambling addiction against his Cousin Mel. Oh man. Uh, uh, cousin Mel. Oh yeah. So she calls She calls uh, uh, Bucks in. Austin Bucks. And Bucks a- Remember, remember from Fairly Odd Parents that rich kid, no, uh, about Maximilian, about Rem, Bucks Rennie, B- Remy, Rennie, Remy Bucks of Plenty, yeah, and Remy Bucks of Plenty, fairy Wandisimo, the rich sad kid, and my fairy Wandisimo, Wandisimo <laughs> Magnifico, Wandisimo Magnifico, Wanda, let me Shirt fuck your pink swirl. Oh no, <laughs> that's not how that went. I, I remember it thusly. So Cousin Mel calls Bucks in and talks to him as though their last interaction was, like, days ago. Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry. for the ha- fact that it was a year. I'm sorry uh, Grandma treated how Grandma treated you a year ago. It was like, I, yeah, like I, 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 who are you again? Yeah, why now do you enact this plan? The time skip meant nothing. Oh, my God. Why did it take a year for this business to go out to shit? I'm sure that he had, like, business meetings scheduled. This was probably his first availability. Yeah. Oh, man. Also, Bucks brings... No, okay, you know what? You go ahead. I'll wait. This can wait. (laughs) Well, I was going to advance the plot. Go for it. Okay. So, Bucks uh, says, I'd like to buy the store, but, you know, I have to follow the law because I'm chaotic neutral, I guess. (laughs) I'm not evil. I'm, you know, I'm misunderstood. And as he's going into this diatribe, she's already like, I've got the deed right here. Like, and he's like, no, your grandpa or grandma have to sign it to me. Or to you, who can then sign it to me. So, you know... So, Cousin Mel is tasked with, let's be honest here, seducing grandpa. You know what I don't get? You know, well, you know what she should have done is instead of... If she if that failed, stealing from grandpa, she could have just waited until she had kids who had kids. And then she'd be grandma. Legally. That's... <laughs> that's how, you th- that's so, how it works. You lose your name once you have a child in this world. No, it's like an, Kingdom Hearts. I have an honest question... I have an honest question. Yeah. Do you think Grandma is actually related to any of them, or is she just Grandma? Grandpa doesn't seem to care that she died. He's pretty nonchalant about it. It may be... I think he's too broken down by, like, the final stages of dementia. And his Vietnam but... uh, PTSD. Yeah, and PTSD, yeah. which come in... As Cousin Mel's trying to seduce him into signing the thing. That was... That, because he just... I think that's my favorite scene in this whole movie. Where It's amazing. Because so it's... She's like, will you sign? And he goes, sing? No, sign. I'll sign. No, okay. I'll... But I want to sing. And then he breaks into song. It's like, no, it's Grandpa, you're having an episode. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'll sing. Grandpa, no! He just, stop! He starts he starts singing about Grandma being dead as shit and in heaven with Elvis. Why? Like, he just he's just singing about fucking Grandma getting fucking hit on by, like, other dead people. Yeah, I think the song's literally called Grandma's Dancing Up There with the Superstars or yeah. something like that. With all those great he's stars. And it's all country. It's, it's, it's Hey, a, and you know what? Low-key, I kind of like the song. It, you know, it's it's probably my favorite in there. It's definitely not Cousin Mel's song. <laughs> we will get to that. Holy shit, That we'll is get by to that. far my most memorable part of this movie from a child. Oh my god. God. I have not been able to rid but, that scene from my memory. But later, we'll get there. Fellow viewer, we will get there. Holy shit. So, so she gets, and then after that musical, he's like, sure, I'll sign it. And then he just signs it. There was nothing yeah. gained from that entire sequence. <laughs> yeah. There's a minute and a half where he just talks about Elvis plowing his dead wife. And the, even the subplot of, like, the... I wouldn't even call it a subplot. The sub-sub-subplot of needing one of them to sign off was unnecessary. Oh, man. Because Mel just comes it in talking the... about how we won the lottery. Yeah, seriously. Like, how... Like, why did... If she was just gonna... If... If... If she just needed to do this one thing and there was no sequence of her figuring out how to do it, trying to do it, why even introduce it as a problem? Just to get the... Because... Because the only way to this... introduce that song is to have the joke of sign and sing looking the same on paper. Listen, Morgan... That joke does not work off paper. <laughs> Morgan, Jim and Jim respect the law I'm, of the land, okay? You're right, you're right. I, I, they're not going to insult your intelligence. You're, you, you're so right. You're so right. Jim and Jim, they're just... They're, they're ahead of their time, really. <laughs> In the writer's room, Did you know that Jim, this Jim, movie influenced my cousin Vinny? In the writer's room, Jim said, Oh man, we gotta sign this paperwork. And then Jim, with the stroke of genius, it's a real ping pong back and forth in the writer's room of Jim and Jim. He says, Wait, do you mean sing? They look at each other. They, 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 holy shit, they got it. The best joke ever written. Jim and Jim. Their their names will be engraved on the stone of the of of time, and and just what what a what 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 true men of comedic genius and and just you know they said it at the same time too. And then they high fived. And then they fucked. They totally fucked. You can't work with a man with the same name as you and not make it sexual, <laughs> especially when they both are have such amazing talent. You know that's just hot, right? <laughs> Speaking of speaking of fucking, so cousin Mel, fucks. You know, she gets a shit sign, fucks. <laughs> so she gets a shit sign and she goes to be like, all right, well, I'm gonna sell the store to 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 bucks to banks bucks. Bu- what's his name? Banks. Bucks. Yeah, no, it's bucks. Austin bucks. Okay, well, she's gonna co- sell the shit to bucks. She comes and in. She leaves. Yeah. And then uh, Jake, like rollerblades his way to her. Oh yeah, he... which for some reason includes a fruit cart jump because <laughs> it was a, I don't know. It was insane. It was it was it was dangerous. It was awesome. They they were like so we sick. need a car chase scene but the main character is 12. Let's have him jump over a box of oranges. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> we have to give some danger. Yeah. So there, he gets Cuz there. there's no stakes in this movie otherwise if there wasn't that box <laughs> of oranges. <laughs> so Jake gets there and gets mocked or whatever. 
And it's revealed that Cousin Mel has an attorney named Slime. No. He still calls her Cousin Mel for some reason. No, it's so fuck. It's so great. I hate this shit. I fucking hate this shit because she introduces herself. I have a beef with this bit. Alright. She introduces herself as like, Mine, I'm Cousin Mel's attorney. I am Slime. And, and Jake is like, You said it, not me. And then Wink looks at the camera and there's like a five minute laugh Got track. Him. There's a five minute laugh track. You can't make a joke about how bad a name him. is when you make up the name. Oh, we got him. You can't. You have the name Spakenheimer, you piece of shit. You, you don't have room to, <laughs> don't have room to You don't have the right. <laughs> and also, I hate what? this shit. I was watching fucking, there's this like fucking Saturday morning like superhero shows where they're like, oh, the, the, the bad guy's name is fucking uh, <laughs> Punchhead or something. That's a stupid name. What an idiot name. You wrote the fucking name. You, you <laughs> Stop doing that. We're not here winking with you. <laughs> I'm not winking. It's just a thing in my eye. You can't get us on board like that just to hide the fact that you can't figure out a better name. I hate yeah, that shit. Yeah, slime for some reason. I hate that shit. <laughs> So if she's Mel an attorney, why doesn't she legally change her name? She can't. That can't be good for business to be named Slime, unless you're, <laughs> you know you're, what you're un- unless your 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 fucking client appreciates the irony of a lawyer named Slime. I mean, cousin Mel seems to. I don't think I don't think cousin Mel. I mean, I guess I can't really argue it. So <laughs> so so Mel Mel takes tells Bucks. This is real. This happens in the movie. We've been. Extra, we've been we've been using my hyperbole, but this is a real line in the movie. Mel tells Buck that they should go somewhere romantic and consummate the deal, and they do. Cousin Mel is gone. Fuck. And they do. It's very sensual. It was very progressive to show on-screen nudity on Cartoon Network in the year two thousand. <laughs> progressive is that the word? Well, it, it was experimenting. You know, there's, you know, no. that's how you progress the industry is by experimenting. And then they come back all sweaty, and 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 you know his tie is not on right, and it goes and it goes to Jake, and he's like, "Well, if he, listen, this deal isn't done for uh, like a week, so if you can get me Grandma by the time, uh, you know, like if you truly believe in Santa Claus, go find him. He'll know where Grandma is. Yeah, Why the fuck so is this dude the, the hero character? Chaotic neutral. <laughs> chaotic neutral. Yeah. He's flip flopping. Like, he tells Cousin Mel to trick her grandpa into selling him the business, and then is so disgusted by Mel, I guess, he tells Jake that he'll let him try and break the deal, and then gives him tips on how to do so. (laughs) What does he want? What is his end goal? He plays both sides, so he always winds up on top. Are you at that Always Sunny episode yet? (laughs) No, I just know the reference. (laughs) So... We cut back to Jake's room, where he's trying to get his sister to help, and she basically goes, give up, you useless failure of a human being. Like, he's trying to explain to her the situation, and she's like, you failed, though. You, everything you've done has failed. She's dead, Jake. Move on. We all have. You can't spend your whole life mourning, Jake. You haven't been to school in eight months. Oh, man. And he's like, 
You're right. I'll send a letter to Santa. And this? Holy shit. Okay. So Jake decides... Let me just point out problem one. Jake decides to email Santa. Amazing. Okay. Brilliant. <laughs> at the address... I'm not... I'm I'm not making this up, okay? Listen, viewer, listen to me right now. I don't I won't I wouldn't lie to you about this. Jake emails Santa Claus, Saint Nicholas, at the email address Santa at SantaClausisReal.com. If there is a more pedophile uh email address to have, I don't know it. I I think my brain shut down for a second. I audibly, I was alone in my house when I was watching this movie. I paused the movie and out loud yelled, fuck off <laughs> with that reveal. And he also types up, he types up, uh, my name is Jake Spangenheimer. Please don't make fun of my last name. I'm very sensitive about it. Uh, I'm And my grandma's still missing. Like, what the fuck, dude? I saw you run over <laughs> yeah, this is what actually said of santa about this weirdly enough uh here and uh so here uh here's a picture of her and he and he types the k key and a picture <laughs> of grandma comes up yeah. in, in this microsoft 95 mail program in this fucking like ms paint <laughs> mail i'm impressed too because i assumed he was still speech to typing no, and somehow managed to 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 create an image of his grandmother with his voice. No, it's basically like Twitch um, chats, just like images of people for like oh, reactions. Yeah. So we get to see the path that this email takes for some reason, and we cut to the North Pole. And Santa Claus is for some reason really upset that he hasn't gotten any letters specifically from Cityville. Which is the town they're from. Well, it's also got he's, a very large population. That's where he makes his most money. It's very understandable. I guess, that this but he's, is... he's throwing letters away from other kids in other parts of the world. Like, it's not Cityville. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but, you know, that's what you do. You know, that you just got to ignore them. That's how you get the girls, dude. You got to ignore them. Yeah, if that, there that... could, if there was just, if there was just one kid who cared about Christmas in Cityville, I'd have the will to move on. As and then he starts tying the noose. Luckily, Quincy the elf comes in, his head elf, to prevent his suicide. And he's like, "Wait, Santa, the the, uh, the we got a letter from Cityville." And he's like, "If it's more bills, throw it away." And he's like, "No, it's from Jake Spankenheimer. That's a fake name. No, for real, <laughs> it's Jake Spankenheimer." And and then he like reads the letters like. Oh shit! And then his Santa senses kick in, and he like slaps an elf across the way. He's like, "She wanted a pink bow on that doll." <laughs> that part's great. It's great because That's weird like Santa lore that I enjoy. Because <laughs> he's like on um, uh, he's omniscient. So yeah. why the fuck if he's omniscient? <laughs> why doesn't he know that? Grandma X, as he's been calling her, this woman that yeah, he, he calls her Grandma X. What the fuck? That this woman who he hit outside of her own house. <laughs> why can't he figure out her identity? If he knows Jake Spankenheimer by name, why can't he figure out the identity of his grandmother? <laughs> because she has amnesia. She gets amnesia. Why does she have amnesia? 
Alicia. She got clonked in the head pretty bad. <laughs> he didn't think oh. to knock on the door of the house she was two two feet from. <laughs> he just said the best solution he is just... the best solution is to have this other elderly woman live with me and my wife. He just kidnaps her. Oh my just god. Just whole ass kidnaps her. Alright, so. Like, what the fuck? Why? So, yeah. <gasps> okay, so, um, we cut to, uh. This is when Quincy, Quincy leaves, right? And then he yeah, goes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because Santa says, Santa says, okay, email him back to let him know we have his grandma. And Quincy's like, I have a better idea. I don't just slide into people's DMs. I'm Quincy. So he just goes to I his go, house. I, I go all the way or not at all. Quincy has the most shit-eating grin in this movie, and I just hate his face. I don't know why. Oh, it's rough. <laughs> it's rough. But Quincy just goes back to Jake to tell Jake that, yeah, we kidnapped your grandma. No worries, dude. And they... I don't know why this scene happens, but Jake and Quincy touch fingertips and zaps them. Yeah, I don't know why they need to do, like, an E.T. thing or something. <laughs> what are they... I don't know what they're setting up here. Nothing. Cause it that doesn't elves mean and humans are nothing. incompatible. <clears throat> there will never be a... Mi- they will never get over their racial relations. Yeah, let's shoot that ship down before it even <laughs> begins to set sail. I like I like that being the reason, So because that... that Instantly um, verifies every other ship in the entire film. <laughs> oh man, Grandpa and Doofus the dog, you got it. You got it. Um, Nameless dad and cousin Mel, let's go. Oh no. Well, step siblings, that's big now. <laughs> hey. Alright. Alright. So Jake, so Jake runs downstairs and tells Grandpa he's going to the North Pole, and Grandpa responds with the same attitude I have when my roommates tell me they're going out for the night. He's like, "All right," right. and continues watching his shit. Grandpa's like, "Back in my, back in Nam, we." He just starts mumbling to himself. We were lucky to get out alive, I tell you. They fucking Kong were everywhere. He doesn't even finish the sentence, and they just cut the scene. We had to bring out the flamethrowers. You have a smelled human charred flesh, not like I have. Grandpa's my favorite character. Yeah, but why? I like our rendition of him better. It's not you, far off. You ever seen your best friend die? You ever hold him? Tell tell him you love him. Tell him that that it's if we if we won the war that you'd marry him. That that we changed. Yeah, Grandpa, I'm going to the North Pole. Hi. Bye. <laughs> Bring a jacket. Uh, I think it's cold. <laughs> so and then we, we have, have this to do another song. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of creepy because it's just this this elf like taking this kid over like Canada <laughs> to the North Pole. I got so weirdly. I got Polar Express vibes from this a little bit. Yeah. Why did it, did Remember... it Uncanny Valley scare the shit out of you with this? Horrible and CGI animation of slightly realistic humans. More just the thing of like Tom Hanks going like, "Hey, I'm an old ass man. I'm taking you children to the North Pole." Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. 
And what's what's funny about this song is that it's another song about how it's a song about how shitty people are with Christmas and like they don't share or whatever. And it points out how like Santa's really close to giving up. Why are there so many Christmas movies where Santa is so close to giving up? You have a year without a Santa Claus. If Grandma got run over by a reindeer, Santa actually gives and up. That's it. A year without a Santa Claus, hence the name, a year without a Santa Claus. <laughs> when... These themes are just so present. Man, it really feels like all these Christmas movies are just meant to shit talk average people for. Like, like it's really talking down to people who just don't celebrate Christmas. Like as, <laughs> like, oh man. Yeah, the Christmas spirit holds the world together, and if you don't celebrate Christmas, you're a fucking enemy of humanity you're racist you're you're, you're a thief you're morgan yeah i know what you're saying i'm picking up what you're putting down i'm smelling what you're anti-semitizing of course you smell how could you not (laughs) oh my god you motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) all right in the North Pole and then they go in and Jake's and Jake and Quincy meet Santa Claus and and Santa says I told you never to bring a human into my house and before yeah, Santa can, starts chewing the scenery and, and before, real hard and before Santa can beat the ever living shit out of Quincy for breaking elf law I think he says elf no he says elf code elf code <laughs> You've breaking our most sanctuary. My fuck! I ruined the line. Sanctuous, eh? Sanctuous. That's the one. These are on our commandments. This is what Jesus died on the cross for. Uh, the most sanctified the elf code elf law. This is what elf Jesus died for. We, they belong out there. We belong in here. <laughs> this fucking earthy. It's it's really just a hunchback of Notre Dame situation. <laughs> Now I'm sad. So, 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 he's like, oh, this is Jake Spankenheimer, the coolest kid in all of Cityville who believes in Santa? He might be a biased party. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's like, well, great to finally meet you, as if it was gonna happen anyways. Yeah, like, the assumption there being he meets all the kids. It was just his term this time. Oh, man. So, so then they go to meet uh, Grandma X. What a fucking name. I can't get over that. That's her superhero name. When she that's what she gained during the time skip. I guess. Oh man. She gained that and amnesia. Yeah. She's got everything a girl so, could want. I, yeah, whatever. They meet up and Jake's like, You don't remember me? And grandma's like, I'm old and remember nothing. It's whatever. Spankin Spankenheimer. Spankenheimer. Spankenheimer, that's not a real name. <laughs> Spankenheimer, I barely know her. Oh shit! And then, and then they high five. Yeah. Santa gives the highest five. Yeah, no. And then every elf high fives North each Pole. other. And there's like forty in the scene, so it's like a three minute scene. <laughs> it takes a while. It's like a long period of. The but Jim and Jim Pretty knew weird. the joke was worth it. <laughs> the geniuses that they are. I'm loving this re- recurring Jim and Jim gag we got going on. <laughs> um. Yeah. They deserve it. So so then they're like, all right, well, we just got to take you back so so you can regain your memory. So then uh, Santa, so then Santa, Quincy, 
uh, Jake and Grandma X go to uh, fly back into Cityville, and he mentions it's a hot September. Now I w I'm gonna now I want to do some world building right now. If it is September, oh the year after yeah. this movie starts, that no, means... no, you can't. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all this is going on. Holy shit! Well, Holy where shit. were you when the Santa v. the People of Cityville case happened? Oh shit! I never even thought. I didn't until we started recording. Holy shit! Holy. So Was Santa the plane? If man, at the end of the movie, he loses control of his reindeer again. Who knows what this man is capable of? <laughs> oh, fuck. Was there a bad fruitcake in one of the towers? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is the real conspiracy. It wasn't terrorists. It, it was Santa. Oh, man. <laughs> what the this oh, is the worst geez. Santa Claus law of all time. White... Santa Claus caused 9-11. <laughs> Just because he's a white male, he can't be a terrorist, huh, Jesse? This is the worst lore. <laughs> Alright, so they land in front of the building, and, uh... How did we get here? And, and Slime from Dragon Quest shows up, and... And she... And, and, <laughs> and she sees... And she sees Quincy and Grandma waiting in the sleigh, because the best place you can leave a woman with amnesia is outside in the hot sun. Practically alone. <laughs> In, I think she's still wearing her Christmas coat. Yeah. And, and In the hot September. Yeah. And so Slime releases the reindeer from the sleigh, so Quincy is distracted and has to go get them. And then Slime kidnaps uh, Grandma, because if Grandma shows up, she, they won't make money from selling the, the store. Yeah. I love it. Grandma gets re-kidnapped by a different group. Grandma's popular. Everybody loves Grandma. She's just getting like... She's getting, like, tossed around place to place. Yeah. Just like Grandpa thought she would be in heaven. So, so, so yeah. we... Santa, Santa manages to convince Bucks not to sell until it turns out Grandma's gone again. And then, Cousin Mel, in a brilliant move, which, again, makes me wonder if she planned all of this, says, well, that's Santa... And he just admitted to kidnapping and running over Grandma. He should be thrown in fucking prison. And ast <clears throat> astounded by any semblance of sense, which none of these characters have ever experienced before, they're like, oh shit, I guess we should. And then they the fuck do. Yep, Santa's in prison. Uh, Mrs. Claus has a heart attack from seeing it um, in the news. Yeah, they they say happen, they actually. narrate it to happen, and then they show it happening, and that's good, I guess. That's how you write a story. I don't want to. That's a chef's kiss of storytelling, right? They're like, mm, mm. brilliant. It's so good, I have Absolute. to show you twice. Show, don't tell. Tell, don't show. Like... I choose to show and tell. Oh man, I brought good writing this week. <laughs> You bring that every week, <laughs> Jim and Jim. Jim and Jim. Okay. 
Okay, now, okay, boys and girls, fasten your fucking seatbelts, okay? This is the scene. So we cut, we to, cut to a cabin in the woods. Uh, and and the, the dynamic, the, the metaphorical Jim and Jim of this show, Slime and uh, Cousin Mel. And Cousin Mel. Yeah. They're scheming, and Grandma's there. Oh whatever, my god. Mel and Slime, Slime is an anagram for is Mel. Alright, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like looked at the word slime for a second to piece that together. I was like, "You're right, yeah, okay." You, you're right. It's also an anagram for Miles, but that means just as much. It's also an anagram for Smile Eslin. Sure. I'm this so much weird. better. I'm so much better at anagrams than you, dude. It's like ridiculous. I'm glad you could see with your superpower. Oh, cool. Autism. So, yeah. The good doctor. So, um, so there's good so because Mel he and has Slime are scheming. Mel and Slime are scheming, and in the middle of their scheming, Slime's like she's trying to mathematically figure out how much money they can get out of Santa Claus, and uh, calculates a fuck ton of money. And upon this calculation, they break out into a fucking samba dance. It's, about how they're gonna sue Santa Claus to death. There's some mixed um, <clears throat> um, theming in this song too, because I is 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 it supposed to be samba salsa or is it supposed to be like Islander? Because later you, I always thought it was supposed it? to be Islander because they 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 have like a Hawaiian background and they have the like the the coconut thing and all that shit and um. And later, Grandma says, I thought I was in Hawaii, but they say Spanish shit in the song. <laughs> they say, Grandma's gonna, sue favorite... the... Grandma's gonna sue the pants off the San... uh, off of Santa. No pantalones. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my favorite thing. Slime's doing, like, backup vocals sometimes in Spanish. No pantalones. I, I'm so... This scene defeats me. On I his could... side. There's not... There's not enough time in the day... To talk about this scene, like it's a it's a minute long. I I hey. beg you, if you watch any part of this movie, make it this part. I it's probably up alone. If not, we will find it. We will post it to our to our Facebook and Twitter for the just. I need I need everyone to see this. It, it, it is insane. Well, they needed a non-Christmas song just to make sure that this mu- movie would be Did would be they? timeless. It just just so it'd be timeless oh. and you could watch it any time of the year and it'd still work. And they're like doing the ay, 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 ay. that thing's going on too. Wow, it's racist, so, it's mind much, Jesse. What? Nothing. How dare you? I, I accuse you of being racist after you just c- talk about my Jew nose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, what a stretch. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of just, like, mentally exhausted from that song existing alone. Like, I, it's, I, I don't have, I got nothing. It's too much. It's too much. It's like sensory overload. So we cut back and using the power of deduction of what characters are in this movie, the, the, the grandpa... Daphne and uh, Jake decide that the only char- the only antagonist that has been in this show 
that isn't Austin Bucks would be Mel, so Mel ha- would have had to have kidnapped Grandma. So she's the only other named person we know. Yeah, seriously, and a lot of the characters aren't Probably even her. named. Yeah. So um, uh, so Jake uh, sends Doofus the dog, the most important character in this movie, to uh to chase after Sniff, Cousin Mel. Sniff her down. She sniff. He sniffs her backpack, and then. Di- and then Cousin Mel's like, stop sniffing my backpack, and then she goes away. Why does Cousin Mel have a backpack and not a purse? Shut up. She's this, like, fucking bougie su- southern bell lady. Why would she have a backpack? She's wearing a she fur coat. She has to coat. carry around all of that money. She's wearing a fur coat. Why is she wearing a backpack <laughs> and not a purse? It's... I don't, listen, like I, like, I get it's, like, plausible, but why would you, that's, like, a weird decision to make. Morgan, you just don't understand. She's fashion. not a high schooler. I don't. Fanny packs are a thing now, and I don't get that. They're convenient. I, I get it. I totally get it for, like, clubs. Where else are you going to, like... Hide my clubs. Conveniently carry your ecstasy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Those clubs. Yeah. What are you talking about? The, I thought I just put my clubs in them. Yeah, like Golf Story. Yeah, Golf Story. Um, great joke, guys. Great joke. Great joke. We all did a great job here today. We did it. We did it. We can all pack up, go home. Hey, Christmas bonus, people. Go play Golf Story. Golf Story is a good game. That's that's. We that's know you're wrapped up in Smash week. Bros, but if you get some Take downtime time out of your day to play some golf, it's it's <laughs> unwind. There's no better game. Deadpool had less text box humor than this game. It's so good. All right, I love it so much. All right. Um. Anyway, so. Uh, we got to the courthouse now, I think, mm. where not Patrick Warburton is trying to argue sending Santa to the jail. And he uses an amazing and fucked up quote. He says, if the beard fits, you must convict. And, it and does, that's fucked up. And it does fit. That's, so that, they are legally bound to convict him. Now, Morgan, I don't know if you know this, but that's a reference to the O.J. Simpson trial where he was if the glove fits. accused of murdering yeah. two people. Yeah, and the gl- and the glove didn't fit, so he didn't do it. I know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the end of that story. And that, and we don't have to look any further into it because the the glove. And then O.J. Simpson was remained to be an angel to the country. What a guy. Anyways. <laughs> God, this this movie most thing most movies we watch like nothing happens. We have to extract a lot of humor from them. This movie is so dense. There's a lot. Like, this is the Christmas miracle. We've been almost singularly talking about this movie. We've been on the episode the entire time, and we're an hour and 15 minutes in. Yeah, we've hardly strayed. That's incredible. Uh, all right, so we, we should probably wrap this up kind of quickly. Yeah, I mean, all we really have left is... The trial. The court team. The trial. Yeah, the trial. Where we find... Which is bullshit. <laughs> Important to point out. How is it bullshit? Explain it to me. All right, so at, at, let me just speed through. Like Jake and the Elf Man and whoever they save Grandma, they rescue her, and they remind her of who she is by d- the smell of her fruit. Cake. All right, well, wait, wait. I I have another beef. <laughs> they show her. Oh, oh God. They show they show her a store, and she's like, I don't recognize the store. And then they show her the fruitcake. And she's like, Oh, now I have my memories. When it's called the rule of threes, people. It's it's so weird to have it be solved in a in just the second try. 
It's unnatural. It's groundbreaking, Morgan. It's, Jim and Jim, they know what they're doing. They're breaking all rule the three, rules. Rule of three is played out. They, Disney's destroyed the rule of three. They have to break down this house of rules so they can make room for this building of genius writing. Yeah, so so Grandma is now, you know, fully conscious again, or whatever. And they head to the courthouse. Actually, no, what happens is Jake explains her the situation... And then they head to the courthouse mm. because he can't explain it on the way or something. Yeah, so we have to learn the plot of the movie again. <laughs> yeah, and this is important because by the time they get to the courthouse, they get there while the jury is delivering their verdict. Both sides have arrested their cases and no new evidence can be brought forth. But fuck it. There's also Grandma's back. This is also the same. It's also kind of surprising that the Santa kit trial goes on in one day. Like the the Man, the, fight, tell the fight for evolution in this in, in teaching evolution in the South in that court case took like weeks. Let but me tell to, you, to, but Santa Santa Claus being put on trial is like a weirdly prevalent theme in Christmas movies. You got you got Grandma got run over by a reindeer. You got Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, and that's it. But that's that. That's two more than zero. It's weird. So. So yeah, now that Grandma showed up, the judge just throws the goddamn case out. Like she's like, "Well, I guess Santa wasn't responsible for that, so you're fine there." And then the lawyer, like not Patrick Warburton's, like, "What about the almost murder?" And through bullshit, the judge is like, "Ah, you're fine." Yeah. Also, I want to point out there's a blind man on the jury. Like clearly, he has he has circular, uh, uh, opaque black glasses. He's definitely a blind person. Yeah, yeah. So um, so yeah. And then what what else do they present? They present the the uh the rain, fruit cake. The fruit cake. They they present fruit cake and Jake's like, hey, eat this fruit cake. And they're like, oh, do we have to? And Jake's like, do it, you cowards. And they eat it and they're like, yeah, that's pretty good. And then Jake feeds them the poisoned fruitcake. And he's like, ha, I poisoned you all. That'll teach you to, to ruin Christmas. That'll teach you to sue Santa Claus. <laughs> and then everybody died. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it turns out, actually, that the poison was reindeer nip, as we all know, highly toxic to humans. Yeah. So And also is... a real thing. So this is where... I get a little bit lost. And this is where I have questions about Cousin Mel. So, let me go over her plan, or what I assume her plan was, from the details we're given from the movie. So she put reindeer nip into the fruitcake yes. in order to, one of two things, either in order to poison customers to death to ruin business, which seems kind of crazy even for Mel, hmm. or she did it in order to attract reindeer to run over Grandma so that she could sell the sore so that she could become rich despite not believing in Santa Claus. Right? She set this up. She set up the Santa running over Grandma as the song states. She had a plan A, B, and C. Mel is a genius until she confesses to everything. In Grinch style, too. She's like, I hate their, their floofers, their boopers, and all the Betty boopers. I hate this. I, I thought I, she was gonna end with Bah Humbug. I was so certain. Oh man, and um, and so she gets sentenced to jail, even though she's not on trial. 
She's not. Yeah, like her lawyer actually turns against her. It's great. And the, the, the guy, lawyer stands up and says, "Cops, arrest this woman." He's like, "Well, he's a lawyer." He's I, like, "I'm on your side. Arrest her." Just like he only did that to ret- retain credibility as someone who had to sue Santa. I guess he has to save save face. Yeah, and so um, and so it is at this point that um, fucking Austin Bucks decides to. He after t- turning down every single sexual advance that fucking Mel has has done, as every time she's come on to him, he's turned her down, and now he's like, "Babe, you look great in stripes." All right, you had your chance, Austin Bucks. He's just into bad chaotic, <laughs> by God neutral. He's into he's into fucking uh, thugs, dude. He's into fucking um, criminals. <laughs> Which speaking of. Uh, we, we're, the court's done, whatever, everyone's celebrating, and we're outside, and Bucks is like, hey, Grandma, I want to talk to you about your store, and Grandma's like, I'm not selling it, and Buck's like, no, 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 I don't want to buy it, I want to franchise it, and she agrees. Isn't that the same so thing as Bucks, buying it? Bucks won. Yeah, the fuck it is. <laughs> he said, I want to franchise it, but put you in charge. Hey, guess what the fuck that means, you idiots. <laughs> Bucks won. Bucks is a genius. Bucks was the criminal mastermind the whole time. He plays them all like individual fiddles. Uh, this is where he recounts his entire plan. I knew Mel would was, I knew Mel lusting after my money would get would eventually lead to me suing Santa and then <laughs> retaining you. <laughs> That's why he pushed Jake. Holy shit. In the sequel that never happened, it's all revealed. Yeah. You can see the seeds that Jim and Jim planted. For the grandma got run over by a reindeer cinematic universe. <laughs> so and the Tim Allen's Santa Claus crosses over. It's it's just Spider Verse, but with Santa Clauses. <gasps> the the G G R O B A R M C U would have been so vast. And it's catchy too, it just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Alright. Alright. And the movie ends. Yeah. Wait, no the fuck it doesn't. Because they really gotta get the mileage out of the song, but they can't play the song unless the event's happening. So Santa leaves and then comes back to finish the job on grandma. Yeah. She opens the the the, the reindeer nip fruitcake and, and she gets run over again. This absolute tank of a woman can take uh, can take all hits. Send Floyd Mayweather after her; she can take it all. <laughs> and and she and then they all have a good laugh over her like trampled body. <laughs> For the second time in two years, I love I love this movie. It's so oh god. I have a lot of screen. Oh. I have a lot of screenshots of, so of messed up stills, and there are a few of them. <laughs> yeah, Jake's Jake's got a hardcore lazy eye. <laughs> the animation, not good. <laughs> you may be shocked to hear that the movie based off of a song from the seventies, a country is song questionable from the seventies, quality, a, a Christmas country song from the seventies. What? But boy, okay. let me tell you, I have a question for you, Jesse. Oh boy, yeah. What Christmas song would make the best Christmas movie? Uh, uh Dominic the Donkey. I've never heard of that one. 
It's an Italian Christmas song. Um, All right. It's about it's about uh, the Chris, Dominic the Christmas Donkey. All right. It's fantastic. All right. You should listen to it. I there's this one that my mom liked to play a lot. That was called James Penguin. What? He was uh, he was a uh, Christmas private eye. He was a secret agent <laughs> who would who would like. I don't remember what he would do, but he'd do secret secret agent things in the name of Christmas, and it was a James Bond joke about a penguin. And it was of course it was a country song, but <laughs> so yeah. Okay, I'm, I, that see now you've got me there. I've never heard that one. Yeah, you're lucky. I've heard it a lot of times. <laughs> I suggest Dominic the Donkey because I just think that's a really that's just a fun song. Like it's Bang, actually legitimately penguin, I don't know, good. James but it's fun. Penguin, he's a black and white kind of guy. He's um he's got a tuxedo. I don't remember how the song goes. I remember the chorus, but it's Dominic the Donkey. It's good. Good song. Sure. Boy. What did we learn today? Um. Don't fuck with Santa. Or he will run you down. I think we learned. And then kidnap you. That some pe- that we can divide this world into two different kinds of people. People who like fruitcake. And the rest of us. <laughs> what a god tier line. <laughs> the... F- the... <laughs> The people who like fruitcakes and the and the fucking 1% that control all the money in the world. And the goddamn bourgeoisie. And the goddamn Viet Cong. <laughs> Grandpa, no! Alright. Oh, so, so, you... so, so, we're back. It's We didn't expect this episode to be this long. There was just a lot to unpack. We're, uh, this is a fucking deep episode, my guys. Yeah. It's a Christmas miracle. We went through it with bare. We went an hour and a half with barely getting off topic. All right, Jesse, where can they find us? They can find us on facebook.com slash Saturday morning cartoon podcast or on Twitter at SMCP underscore show. Or, I mean, that's for the show. If you want to find us specifically, uh, why? Um, but if, I mean, you know, beyond that, you know, uh, at Cymorg121 hmm. or. At JPro, you know, this is both on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Morgan has other stuff. Who cares? Yeah, no, they're not and important. It's not good. If you stumbled upon this episode through something, stumble upon, and you're curious, yeah, maybe even through stumble upon. God, I remember that website. Is that? Uh, no. What's the What's the thing that replaced stumble upon? I think that still exists. Yeah, no, but there's a better one that people use. What is it called? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like the one where people find like, oh man, this is how to make your own fucking bench. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, it's, riveting. Oh, what the fuck is it called? Um, can you at least let me shill? Go for it. Or... I'm, I'm not, I'm searching it. You can say whatever you want while I'm typing Great. on stumble upon substitute. Okay. Stop talking. Uh, if you found this episode and you liked it, and you want more? We have thirty-three other episodes you can listen to, Five and you can do that on, on substitutes. Shut up! God damn you! What the fuck you is URL roulette? On... Go on. You can listen to <laughs> us 
on SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher or our website at smcp.show. Or Spotify, and, right, you know, Jesse? Just... Shut up. Not yet. Censor that. <laughs> We're not... We can't say that word. I've been contacted by lawyers. By Spotify They want us to stop. They probably have the trendiest lawyers. Dude, they're dressed in, like, full tie-dye suits. Yeah, yeah and they've got, like, uh, aviators. But, like, stylish ones, not the not the non-stylish ones. Obviously. Yeah. All right. That's it. All right. That's the end of the episode. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Don't say that. That's the war on Christmas. Happy holidays. No! I never get why we don't say happy holidays, because, like, there's New Year's. Everybody likes New Year's, except the Chinese. They have their own. All right, bye, everybody. <laughs> Why is that the ending? God damn it. God damn it. Can we end on a more positive note? A less racist note? Stop. God damn it. Fuck, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs>